Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. To start today's episode off, talking about the Bulls, who were defeated by the Pacers last night, 109-77. to Probably the Bulls' worst game of the season. Very tough game from them, Pacers. Uh, Got to give them credit. They played a very good game. Their defense was very good. They were able to uh, shut down Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan for a good amount of this game. Uh, they basically bared, uh, dared the Bulls to attack the rim, uh, and they were able to defend with their big men, Sabonis and uh, and Miles Turner. They were doing a pretty good job playing defense there, so uh, Bull, so the Pacers, got to give them credit. Very good game from them. Bulls trailed by 31-16 uh, at the end of the first quarter, and they allowed the Pacers to shoot 54% from the field and 4 for 10 from three-point range. Losing Alex Caruso, we learned uh, just about an hour before the game that Alex Caruso wasn't going to be playing due to an injury and that seemed to have a huge effect on this game you know obviously his defense is definitely missed on that team when uh, your your main guards in in uh, Zach Levine Kobe White uh you know don't really play particularly great defense uh you do have Lonzo Ball still but he really struggled in this one. Um, so when they don't really play great defense, so when you get need to make up for somebody like Zach Levine on the defensive end, uh, it's going to be tough when that player isn't going to be there. So uh, Alex Caruso really, uh, really was missed in this game. Um, by the end of the first half, Bulls were trailing by 21 points. Uh, really tough game for them. Uh, Bulls finished the game with just 13 assists. So definitely, uh, like I said, missing Alex Caruso in this one. Uh, hopefully, he's going to be returning soon. Uh, not much to talk about here. Bulls really struggled. DeRozan put up 18 in 27 minutes. Levine, 17 in 26. Uh, Lonzo Ball, 25 minutes, 0 points. Kobe White, 4 points in 25 minutes. The bench uh, basically shut down as well. Io with 7 points in 24 minutes Troy Brown 6 and 30 uh, Javante Green with three points in 16 minutes Derek Jones 8 and 19 minutes so um Pacers did a really good job of shutting down the Bulls in this one tomorrow the Bulls will be heading to Houston to take on the Rockets uh Rockets not off to a great start this year they're currently sitting in last place in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference with a 1 and 16 record um no they've been a very bad team so far they've been blown out by basically everybody so uh, I don't think the Bulls well actually I'm not going to say this because I said last episode that the Bulls shouldn't have too much trouble with the Pacers and they end up getting blown out so uh, Bulls should hopefully uh, play a much better game against the Rockets and hopefully Alex Crusoe will return from his wrist injury so uh, Bulls taking on the Rockets tomorrow after a tough defeat by at the hands of the Pacers and we have some big news from the Bears. Uh, I don't know if this is 100% confirmed yet, but uh, Mark Cankle has reported that Matt Nagy will be fired after the Thursday Thanksgiving game in Detroit. Um, this is some huge news, obviously. Um, Matt Nagy, the Bears have actually informed him already that he will be uh, fired after Tuesday's after Thursday's game. So it will be uh, pretty much confirmed at this point. Big news there. Um, Matt Nagy desperately need to be fired obviously we know uh just how bad this team has been uh so it looks like thursday will be his final game with the bears uh bears taking on the 0 and 9 0 9 and 1 lions uh bears coming in on a four game losing streak if the if the bears are to lose this game to the lions um i think this whole team the whole regime should be fired this is just going to be a that would just be terrible uh andy dalton is apparently going to get the start in this one uh justin fields went down with that rib injury not expected to uh, not expected to play in this one. So uh, Andy Dalton will get the start. Hopefully he's able to build off of the final uh, final two quarters of that game against Baltimore, where he looked really good. Um, so Bears 
hopefully able to end their losing streak here and then say goodbye to Matt Nagy on Thursday when they take on the Lions on on Thanksgiving at 11.30 in Detroit. Uh, then they'll take on the Cardinals on the 5th before they uh, before they take on some uh, some pretty tough competition the Packers once again uh, then they'll have the Vikings and you know Viking Seahawks uh, two teams that know are sort of sort of uh, uh, question marks you know sort of sort of wild card teams but uh, um, I think the Bears will uh, will be able to uh, come out here and hopefully uh, be able to have a little bit of rejuvenance under or uh, be be revived sort of uh, with a Matt Nagy-less team uh, you know we see what's ha- we see we're, we're seeing what's happening in Chicago with Derek King at the helm. No, the Blackhawks have you no know, were the worst team in the NHL probably, and they've come out of nowhere and been a very good team uh, as of late. So, hope that's going to have the same effect on the Bears in this one. But let's go over some candidates who could possibly replace Matt Nagy once he's fired. So this would uh, be guys who would replace Nagy after the season ends. First guy being Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator of the Ravens, the team that uh, the Bears just took on on Sunday. And Roman has uh, created the offense around Lamar Jackson, who uh, was a MVP in 2019, is looking like a possible MVP candidate in 2021 so far. Um, the Ravens offense has been exciting. Uh, they obviously do have a lot of injuries. Um, Ronnie Stanley, a huge loss on the offensive line. J.K. Dobbins, um, Gus Edwards, two you no know, big losses there. But I still think this team, uh, I still think Greg Roman has done a very good job, whether it's you no know, due to the talent that uh, you now has been around Lamar Jackson you know, or you no. Know, fact that he has so much talent on this team is why I should say um you know whether you think it's due to the talent on this team or whether you think it's due to his system uh, it's really up to you but I think the way he's been able to help develop Lamar Jackson into the player he is now um I think it's definitely a good sign for you know if he is to come to the Bears what they could do for Justin Fields a player who um no isn't as mobile as Lamar Jackson is obviously has a much better arm but um still I think could uh, could develop into a very nice player under Greg Roman the next candidate is going to be is going to be Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, it's pretty easy to throw him into the mix. Uh, he's been uh, no, he's been one of the best offensive coordinators since Tom Brady arrived in Tampa Bay. Uh, their offense is incredibly explosive. You know they have the you know they have the talent at receiver. They have a very strong offensive line. Uh, their running game is is very strong as well. So. Um, Leftwich, who won the Super Bowl last year with the Bucks, uh, has helped out Bruce Arians a lot with this offense. And uh, I think if you were to to bring somebody in, I think Leftwich would probably be the guy I'd say is my top candidate since the Buccaneers have been so good. You know, whether that's really based on talent or not is a is another thing. But I still still think um, he'd be a very nice option for the Bears to bring him in. Next player is going to be Josh McDaniels, the New England Patriots offensive coordinator. Um, seeing what he's done with Mac Jones so far has been very strong, uh, has been very, very nice to see, um, especially when the Bears have a very young quarterback in Justin Fields. You know, whether you put this on uh, no Bill Belichick uh, and what he's been able to do for, Fields, uh, for uh, Mac Jones, it's really up to you. But McDaniel's has done a very good job with uh, with Mac Jones so far. I think he's put Jones into a situation where uh, he's very comfortable. I think he's not forcing Mac Jones to make these huge plays. I uh, know, and the Patriots are a very good all around team. You know, their offensive line is is very good, much better than the Bears is. Uh, you know, they have a pretty strong, no, uh, strong running back core of you no know, Stevenson, uh, Harris, all these guys. Um, 
they have a lot. They have a lot going on here. I think. Um, you know, I think they have a very strong offense right now. So I think McDaniel's, uh, with how long he has been with the Patriots, with how long he has been able to help develop players, I think he'd be a very nice option for Chicago. And the final player or the final uh, choice for a head coach would be Todd Bowles, the D coordinator of the Buccaneers. Now, the Buccaneers defense has not been as strong this season mainly due to injuries in that secondary. Their secondary is incredibly depleted. Uh, Bowles was also the head coach of the Jets from 2015 to 2018, uh, where he didn't really do all that well. Um, we had they, That was with a young Sam Darnold. I believe Sam Darnold was in his rookie season uh, the, the uh, year that Bowles got fired and replaced with Adam Gase. But... Um, I mean, Todd Bowles, I still think, would be a nice option. Uh, even though he does have that that experience of being a head coach before, I think, you know, the defensive schemes he'd be able to come in and bring, I feel like he'd help this defense a lot. So this would be a nice option, I think. Um, though the big problem is, though, uh, his inability to really develop Sam Darnold. I mean, you know, his rookie season was, excuse me, was very poor. Um, so, you no, know, that's a big problem there. I think that would be a, a sort of a red, a red flag if you ask me on uh, on uh, if they should hire Ted, Ted Bowles or not. Uh, but really, I think Ted Bowles uh, or Todd Bowles has the, you know, has the resume. You know, he's done very good with this Buccaneers defense, which, you know, in the past wasn't really that great. So uh, I still think he'd be a nice option. Uh, so that's going to do it for the uh, candidates that the that the Bears could possibly bring in to replace Nagy. Uh, now let's turn to the Blackhawks, who will be taking on the Flames tonight. Uh, and in Calgary at 8 o'clock, Flames 11-3-5 on the year. Hawks 6-10-2 coming in off that one nothing victory over the Canucks. Hopefully they're going to be able to get a win. Flames have been dominant so far. Um, Hawks will be meeting up with former Blackhawks defenseman Nikita Zdorov, who spent last season with the team a big hitter, um, Probably one of the biggest, actually one of the biggest guys in the league besides for Zdeno Chara. Um, so he's a big hitter there. Uh, should be interesting though seeing how the uh, how the Flames and Hawks match up. Jacob Markstrom has been absolutely dominant this season for the Flames so far. So uh, hopefully the Hawks can be able to uh, to break through to him. And uh, right now the goaltender is not been confirmed yet. My guess it would it would most likely be Mark Andre Fleury with how hot he's been. I think you should uh, should keep him in the crease for now um, until you no know, there's a there's a problem that arises. I think with how be- how good he has been so far, uh, I think you need to uh, just ride out the hot hand here. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.